0: hi peeps how are you oh my god um why am i feeling like this where does it where does it feel brand new all the time like every single time anyway guys how are you guys how was your week um how was your weekend i'm recording this on a sunday um sunday the 12th and i will still release it today But anyway, guys, how are you? How was the weekend? I hope you guys had like an amazing week. If you didn't, that's okay. Monday means new beginnings. So yeah, as for me, how has my week been? What have I been doing this week? I can just say my week has been, it's not been back to back. But also you guys know that I want like a very easy year. So, but um, yeah, that's how my week has been. Pretty great. I can't complain. Um, <clears throat> I've been feeling happy. I've been feeling very grateful. And I'm happy that I'm continuing to stay in this bubble that is my current life. <laughs> anyway, um, what do I want to say? Oh, yeah um i'm looking forward to like a more productive week um <clears throat> i want to like learn new skills and like be better and yeah it's my daily goal to be better than the day before so um my word for the week is it is greater than me so um what that means is that all the things that I do are bigger than me in terms of like, as I continue to add um, value to myself, that means by default I'll be adding value to other people. I'll be adding value to um, uh, the people around me, my work and all of that. So it's not about me and my feelings and like, I feel like I can't do this. It's more of stepping out of my emotion Um my current emotion or emotions and trying to think about it in the long run so yeah my word for the week is that it's bigger than me so i will come here at the end of the week to like um tell you guys how that went <laughs> anyway i hope that um this episode is going to be very like um what is it what what is the word i'm looking for i hope it's going to like just help you switch your mindset or like that you discover something that you didn't know or like that you just get to learn a thing or two yeah so um before i tell you guys about the topic today welcome to this beautiful messy life we believe that you can be beautiful and still be messy. They coexist. It does not dilute the other. Um. And before we start today's episode, before I introduce the topic, I want us to listen to the song of the week. It's the month of love, and guys, I'm a massacre for love. Like, it's not funny, guys. It's not funny. Anyway, so this is the song that... So I've actually stayed here for like 10 minutes. Not 10, maybe 30. <laughs> Trying to figure out the song of the week. The one that relates the most to my heart. And like, I don't want toxic love. Nah, no, nah, no, nah, nine, nine. So um, this is the song of the week. It's called, This Is How You Fall In Love. By Chelsea Cutler and Jeremy Zuka. So let's go. Sun in my eyes, navy blue skies. You are the reason I can survive. We'll turn off the phone to just be alone. We'll draw the curtain. To never leave home I had a nightmare But now that I'm not scared This is how you fall in love Let go and I'll hold you up So pull me tight and close your eyes On my love side to side What's easy is right My mother's advice How you fall in love. Let go and I'll hold you up. So pull me tight and close your eyes. Oh my love, side right to side. Oh my God, oh my goodness. I'm about to cry. Oh my God, I love love. I love love. Um. This is the week of valentine's guys <laughs> i don't even understand i've been overly emotional first of all and also like now that um valentine's is coming and i have no person like i have no partner and it's okay i'm not feeling any pressure i'm just feeling washy-moshy i don't know if i want to do something yet for my um valentine's day i'm not sure but I, I know, I know. I usually say I'm not sure. And then, oh, Siju Nyambura went where? To do what? With herself? Yeah. But anyway, um, we love ourselves here. That's what we advocate for. So I'm so happy that you guys joined me today. Today, um, this is our episode seven. Oh, my seven. Don't flatter me, don't flatter me anyway. So, um, we're in episode 7 and today I want us to talk about friendships and relationships. So, um, as I was thinking about this and like coming up with the things that I wanted to talk about, I was just like um I just felt the like the happiness, the gratitude that I have for friends meaningful friends for my journey with my friends and all of that, the things that I've learned and all of that. So um I'm starting with a disclaimer. <clears throat> First of all, as I rec- <laughs> I don't know why this sounds so okay, it doesn't sound funny. I don't know why I'm laughing because there's nothing funny here. This is a very serious discussion um anyway so as i record this episode it does not mean that i am perfect that i am a relationships and like friendships guru as a matter of fact i have never been in any romantic relationship but um and that's not also to say that i've not embarrassed myself a good one in like picking ridiculous friends or like um that i never mess up with my friends or like anything in that line. No, I am human. I have my own faults and all of that. I'm not perfect. So these are just things, pointers that I use to like when I'm evaluating my friendships and all of that. So um, yeah, so first point. So this is our POV. First of all, I just feel like um, why so i feel like friendships and relationships should be treated in the same way and this is why sometimes <clears throat> um actually <clears throat> sorry my god i'm sorry so i feel like the society has instilled it in us that um being in romantic relationships has like a higher degree it it feels like the higher being Or like the higher relationship more than the relationship with self and even the relationship with friends, which is not a good thing because by us glorifying romantic relationships, we forget the us and the us in even normal friendships, which takes me to the point where um, uh, my advice is do not wait for a romantic relationship. For you to start learning how you want to be treated or how you treat other people. I will repeat, so don't wait for a romantic relationship for you to start learning how you want to be treated or how you want to treat other people. Because most of the time it looks like a goal. It's like once I get a man or like once I get a babe, that's when I'm going to go all out. No Mr. Dennis and Sally, you're not if you're acting like this right now when we are in a normal friendship, um the way you show up in your friendships, that is the same way that you're going to show up even in romantic relationships. It's just that it's going to be more messed up because you already feel like that's the only relationship that deserves like this whole glorification it has been glorified so much that that we feel like it's almost like the other relationships aren't anything so um dangers of being of like glorifying the romantic relationships are like um you end up doing too much when you are in relationships um this is in terms of um let's see like um let, let me look for an example let's see let's see let's see um, what had I written? I can see I've just written doing too much. Hmm. Because you feel like a romantic relationship is the one that is like of the higher degree, you end up doing things that you would quote unquote not ordinarily do. And it comes from oh, my God, I actually have no example for this, but I know like as we continue with the episode, I'm going to have given you guys an example. Oh, I have. I've remembered that I had written something. So, um, just putting my phone on, don't disturb. So I had written that sometimes you find yourself being willing to, for example, disappoint a friend, but not a partner. You're like, oh, they'll understand that I'm doing this simply because of a partner. Um, this has, like, let me even use the lightest example. Um, for example, if you are supposed to meet with a friend and then you're called for last-minute plans with your partner and you decide to drop everything that you had planned with your friends just to go to your partner. Obviously, it's excusable sometimes and sometimes you haven't seen each other for for long. That's not... The one that I mean, the one that I mean is when it's like it becomes back and call. It's like you have no other life other than being in this relationship. You start um, talking to your friends less and like always occupying your life with your partners, with everything. It's like everything is now joined um, and there's no separation between you or your work and like you as a friend you as a daughter you as all these other things it's just the aspect of you as a partner you as a romantic partner i hope you guys have understood um so yeah um so you might end up doing too much and like being there at the beck and call and all of that so let's go to the next point which is um why it is important to have good friends, so um the first one is being loved and cared for feels so good, my God, first of all as as someone who loves love so much and I love being loved on and loving people like the concept of love is such a like it's such a big topic for me, and like just how good it feels when you're loved. Um, How you show up when you're being loved right, how you show up when you have good friends around you, that's already such a good like um advantage to you on your side. And the second point is you will always have people to like fall back to. And people who will always hold your hand and assure you. And this comes to like when you're struggling, when you're not sure of how things are going, when you literally for every struggle, like if you have good friends, it's always going to be easier. And what I am learning and what I am teaching myself to accept more is like accepting the easier route, accepting help. Um, even being able to ask for help so you see if you have good friends you will always feel like you have some people to like fall back to you don't get so anxious like it's like you have a backup team you see like in a movie when people are going to fight and then <laughs> and then when you think you're alone and then you just see some people kumbe they were given like a lot by other people and they just come and you're like oh my god i'm not going to die that's how good friends feel like you always have people to like go back to, you have people to seek advice from, you have people to talk to, even just the human interaction is very important. We also have um sometimes staying in your head isn't healthy, you need a second perspective. And I learned this because sometimes we're usually so hard on ourselves and your mind can kind of lie to you at times sometimes your mind can convince you that you are the one who is actually doing the worst in this life and you just sometimes just need another perspective because sometimes we're hard on ourselves but it's because um we think we're the only ones going through it or like um you're just like you know what no one is going to even understand all this but you realize that from other people's perspectives, from like how they've experienced life, how they are, who they are, what they consume, you get to actually see other perspectives. I'll give a good example. This is not like my direct friend, but like from something I consume that just showed me like people have different perspectives. So just um don't stay in your head so much and like give other people a chance. Hmm hope you guys are taking your water i just needed to sip some water so um i was checking out like i was actually just scrolling on my instagram and then i saw just ivy's post and she was talking about opportunities and how opportunities can be approached differently and how you can miss an opportunity because you didn't even know it existed because it's so different. And until I saw that perspective, I didn't know that it existed. So um, she talked about it in a very good way. I will actually post... um, that I'll actually post just ivy's post on my stories tomorrow um so that you can kind of understand what i'm talking about um and then so the next point is you get to know more about yourself when you interact with people, and this is very dear to me because um I never used to like embrace, not embrace I guess acknowledge. I said acknowledge like I, it's it's almost like I didn't know that it existed that you can interact with people and mo- learn more about yourself. And that's how um and that's why you actually find that sometimes even when you're in like romantic relationships, it's almost like they are touching a different nerve. It's the way siblings have a different nerve that they touch. Like, every time when you're interacting with people, you get to learn so much about yourself. Like, from traumas, triggers, you even get to discover you didn't even probably know that you had anxiety. And now you get to learn all these things about yourself that are amazing and, like, people start complimenting maybe how you love people or, like, you realize that you have... um jealousy issues from like just even like your friends maybe um taking steps that you haven't taken like it could be anything learning about yourself doesn't have to be linear and like learning about yourself it doesn't only have to be I learn only what's good about myself you get to see how you love people how certain things make you feel and that in itself is always a plus like um I got to discover my money I'm very I was, I want to say I was, because I don't want to, like, um associate with it anymore. But, like, I got to know about, like, for example, my, not money trauma. Is it money trauma? Like, I have so much anxiety around money, and I didn't think I had as much anxiety around money as I do. And um I got to, like, kind of, it made me like ask myself the hard questions like where is this coming from and like how can we like solve this but I didn't know and I also got to find out that I was controlling but I didn't even know that I was controlling in the first place. I just thought I was being efficient because as a firstborn, as a female firstborn in an African household You have to be afloat with everything. And I actually didn't realize that um, it was affecting my friendships. And it was affecting my friendships in actually such a weird way. It used to come back to me. I used to be the one who will get mad because I didn't know I was controlling people, but I didn't even give people an avenue to kind of even like express themselves or like... um, even to even like it wasn't like it wasn't even giving it wasn't even about giving them a chance, so to speak. It was, I already had everything covered, so no one needs to cover every anything. But then I used to feel like everything is being left for me to do, I'm the one with a lot of work. But if you're doing everything logically no one else can even do anything. But you see, I didn't even know that about myself until like I interacted with people and then I saw that people are doing things differently. And I actually talked to one of my friends. I was like, oh, so this is what I do and this is what you do. These are two different ways. And mine is coming from trauma and yours is coming from a place of you're so ready to relax and just be soft. So yeah, it can actually be... um. Very positive towards your growth. The last point for why it is important to have good friends is that you have people who build you, encourage you, add value, and challenge you at the same time. When you have great friends, everyone is ready to like give you opportunities. That's why you find like like me, me and my high school friends we love each other so much. Oh my god, I love those babes to death, and. These people challenge you because you see them doing things and you're like, eh, I don't want to be left behind. Not even in a way of comparison or like in a way of pressure. It's in a way of, oh my god, we're together. Everyone is trying to build each other. When we have opportunities on our emails about jobs, we're sending them to each other. When you don't have a solid team or like like you don't have friends, you miss out on the part that makes life easier for you. Like, Who will be there to encourage you? Who will be there to build you? Who will be there to add value to you? And this adding value is even like when you're having conversations with your friends and they're telling you things that they've learned over the years and all of that, you just get to know something new each time and your value just goes up. It keeps going up. So yeah, those are the points that I had for like importances of having good friends. And then I have another segment. That is red flags. So I came up with like these points that can give you an idea of things that can be red flags in friendships and in relationships. Things to just look out for or like just ask yourself if you have experienced these things in your friendship. So that you can be more aware of them when they happen. Um, so the first one is inconsistency and this one is in terms of like people who make you feel like an option it's like they're never there but they are there does that make sense um i don't know if you've experienced this but like if you probably have a friend who keeps saying yeah we should meet up we should do this but every time when you guys meet up they're not even present like they're not presently there with you It's almost like they want to do something else or hit someone up to join and all that. And this does not um, count for like either people who are struggling with other things in the background, in the background, (laughs) like if there's a layer before or like a layer between what all these things that are happening. I hope you've understood me. Oh, my God. Ah, now I'm feeling weird. I feel like I'm not explaining nicely, but um, I'm encouraging myself that I am being understood. yeah, I affirm so um inconsistency, people who make you feel like an option or like they don't acknowledge you. it's almost like you are more friends with them than they are to you, and they don't acknowledge that that is what is happening, so like you're doing a lot of giving and not receiving and you end up feeling like um you end up feeling um like the like the withdrawal the withdrawals are more than the deposit the deposits my what is happening with my english you know from my typos to this to not being able to articulate myself. My God, I don't like this. Um, So that's one. So we said inconsistency or like, they are there, but they're not even present when you guys are together. And this does not mean that um, you and your friends should talk every day. It's not manageable. We've gotten to an age where everyone is so busy, but like um, we try to make time for the things that are important to us. We mustn't talk every day, but like knowing that you're there, knowing that you can reach out, even like just you know, just having that kind nice atmosphere of like um ready to accept or anything so um the next red flag is friends who put you down and this can be sometimes unconscious to them or like you also as the receiver of the being put down um you're not even recognizing that you're being put down. This can be in terms of like being discouraged from opportunities where you feel like every time when you're consulting this person, you probably ask them how, um, what they think about your thing, and they're always like, no, nah, this one, no. And you know, obviously, like, there is potis- potisive, <laughs> positive <laughs> criticism, but then there's, um, The way someone can like tell you constantly putting you down and it's almost like they are affirming you that you're not worthy of opportunities and all that instead of explaining to you how you can fix this, how you can change this. Um, encouraging you to try because also sometimes when you as the owner of the idea you try, you have your own lessons, whether the idea is good or bad, you get to learn so many things in the process. So friends who are constantly putting you down or people who have people-pleasing tendencies, putting you down so that then they can be seen as the um, higher person. I have a feeling I used to do that <laughs> at some point in my life. But it wasn't conscious. It was maybe more of I can't do this and then I'm like oh I can actually do it. (laughs) But I never used to know that that is what was happening. So nowadays I'm very conscious about how I phrase things when we're talking so that it doesn't look like I'm the one who knows it all and um, which in turn makes my friends feel like there's nothing that they bring to the to the table, um. So yeah, it also needs a. It requires a um, someone who is very self-aware, someone who is very conscious, because um, some of these things, actually, just need communication. So um, so we also have another red flag is people who don't communicate from, um, delivering um negative criticisms to even how um, they just correct something tiny i feel like that's also something you should um, look at and encourage your friends to like communicate properly communicate better and aim to become better all the time and then the next point is make you feel bad about yourself and this can be anything from your body the things you're insecure about and opinions I used to have a friend who did a lot of this to me they used to make fun um, about like my body and every time I'd bring it up they'd say like it's banter and it got to me um the problem that I had with that is like first of all I'm i i I don't think i was insecure per se but the pointing out made me feel like it was part of me that needed to be changed and after communicating it they made me feel like i didn't know what i was saying they completely disregarded my feelings so look out for that um surround yourself with people who make you feel better about yourself um Yeah, because like it's such a harsh world. You can't have now the friends in your circle, discouraging you more. It's that's not what we are doing. It's not cute. It's not giving girl who wants ease in twenty twenty three. We're not doing that in twenty twenty three. So the next point is friends who keep crossing your boundaries. They either is is a wow. They either apologize and break the boundary and it's a loop apology breaking boundary or they actually just make it look like it was your fault them they're never to blame so we have the category that apologizes but still breaks the boundary even after you guys have talked about that or the people who just they just listen after you communicate that you were offended they just they're just like wow well, I don't think that was me or like they bring up something else that actually turns the blame back to you I don't know if that makes sense but look out for that um so I've experienced this a lot so I have this thing I had I'm not owning these bad things because they're things that I'm working towards changing and all of that um sometimes I struggle with letting go of friendships that don't serve me and it's because I always feel like oh my god these people are really trying to improve they're really putting in um I can see something but then like um this is not a call to like um cut off your friends without even considering that they're just human beings and they can make mistakes no, that's not the point. But like if you keep um communicating a boundary and every, and the friend the person that you're calling your friend keeps breaking them, that is so bad. It makes you feel so bad about yourself. Let me look for like an example of something I have personally experienced. Hmm. Wow. I was taking some water that was a quiet few seconds so i'm trying to think of someone who crossed my boundaries um so oh wow let's talk about maybe for example communicating boundaries so um i had this friend who (laughs) so mad for doing this because it feels like now everyone who is listening is like is that me is that me <laughs> and it feels like the way every time when I'm listening to podcasts and I'm like oh my god those friends are being outed <laughs> but no I'm not outing them and um I have just like cut my contact and they are they you know what? I wouldn't even explain myself. Let's just go to the point. I had this friend who um didn't feel like it was necessary to communicate when um ah. plans change. It was communicating in general, but now it got to like very like simple aspects um that can actually piss you off um um for example let me see something they didn't communicate oh no i can't so i'm really sorry i actually can't give that example because um so let's say let me give an example of something that has not happened to me but can give you an idea (laughs) of what i'm talking about Ah, oh my! but you know what? I'm allowing myself to feel this nervous about sharing my experiences because I'm in episode seven, and sometimes it's hard to open up, and that's fine so um so um, I was talking about friends crossing your boundaries, and I just decided to come up with like any boundary, for example, like if you have your money boundaries for example if you give someone money and they <clears throat> and you both agree like by this day I will have given back your money or by this day I'll have done xyz or like by this day I'll have bought this 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 and every time they cross the boundary and they don't want to communicate. You see, like you can say, oh, by the way, we had talked about me purchasing this, this, and this by this time, but because of X, Y, Z, I actually can't be able to do that. Can we talk about um, like you adjusting the date or like you can also get it and then I'll get it the other time. When... A boundary, like when something has been communicated or like if there's communication involved, that's okay. But I'm giving the example of like, for example, this person knew exactly this thing and they knew how it would affect you, but they still proceeded to do it or not do it. Like either if it's returning the money and they probably know that you're going to need the money, completely assuming that they don't owe you money and continuing to splurge on other things or like um, not buying this thing that you guys had decided to buy and then completely doing the opposite or just assuming that there was no communication prior. And by this continuous breaking of boundaries, be it money boundaries, because money is such a sensitive topic and it's also almost like a taboo topic it's like people are not allowed to like talk about money people are not allowed to da 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 so yeah um if someone keeps breaking a boundary like that or like you tell them that doing xyz like for example silent treatment makes me anxious And I would want to know if there's any problem between us because I get so anxious when you're not talking to me. But they still go ahead to give you the silent treatment and you just have to stay in your head or like keeping, like you just keep asking asking yourself, you're wondering like, did I do anything wrong to this person? Should I ask them, is this being too much? You know, like they already know how... Um, you crossing that boundary feels because you've communicated but they still break it continuously yeah that's what I wanted to explain so let's get away from the bad things the red flags I don't know why these red flags and like the um crossing of boundaries made me feel so triggered I've had friendships that I had to um I had to end some friendships because of like constant crossing my boundaries and I give these people because it's not like it's one person I give these people chances I tell them exactly how doing xyz makes me feel when you invite me and you don't take time to have conversations with me it makes me feel like this and they just they're just like oh okay so that's how it makes you feel and all of that we have an actual conversation but next week same thing or like um i don't like how you don't communicate after you're done like after maybe you're over what was um giving you a funk and you don't communicate I stay, um, maybe I stay here worried that you're still not okay because you probably communicated that you're not okay and we had the conversation and then I'll just see you continuing with life. I'm still stuck. You still left me in the point of trying to help but then you've already moved on with your life and you don't feel the need to update me or like all these things, it could be any boundary. Think about any boundary that you're constantly communicating, or like that you've communicated but is constantly being broken. That is a red flag in a relationship. And I think, um, by because I have tried, um, giving people who break my boundaries, um, second trials. <laughs> Third, fourth, fifth, and another, and another one, but then it doesn't work for me. I feel like where I am in life right now, if I don't feel understood or like I feel like you're constantly breaking my boundaries, I will choose myself and let you go. It's just not a struggle I am willing to pick at the moment um, so on to the next part, we have guidelines to healthy friendships and healthy relationships so um these ones are more of questions there's some that are questions some are statements so the first question that you should ask yourself when you're wondering is this a good relationship is this can it can i date this person can i yeah so um first one is can you be yourself around this person if you can't be yourself run run dear girl run so if you can't be yourself around this person you have to like almost have this other persona and all of that or like it's almost like your personality is struggling when you're around this person i am not sure you should actually really like take into consideration why you're feeling the way you're feeling and like um if you don't have a solution for it or you don't feel like um, you're being accepted in that environment, I advise you to just not be in that environment. The next one is ask yourself if you would do what the friend is doing to you if you loved that person. So like as someone who, like as a lover, if I was to do the same thing to myself or like just ask yourself like if this was like a relationship that has so much love and a relationship that was this healthy would we be in this situation like if someone is extremely rude to you and speaks to you in a very weird way ask yourself would I talk to myself like this would I talk to someone who I love like this if the answer is no, babe, we're moving. Because um sometimes people just get used to like treating you a certain type of way and most of the time when it is getting used to treating you da 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 da, it's you sorry, so it's usually Ah <sighs> oh my god, I don't know. I keep confusing the buttons and I pressed something wrong. So I was saying most of the time when you just ask yourself, um Would I do this to someone I love? Would I keep crossing boundaries of someone that I love? Would I keep making you feel like you're not worthy if I loved you? That gives you the answer. So the next one is what stroke who you keep close will grow on you? And I think that's a really good point with the thing that we usually say, um, show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are. It's really something that every time it doesn't prove me wrong. Remind yourself that by you staying in a toxic environment, you will also start adopting some of this um, toxic traits. And the easiest Way that I usually try to explain it is usually when we were younger and we used to play like with people in the estate let's assume like there was like a new slang that was abusive, for example, guy, I can't even say it. I feel like my mom can come and beat me let me just let me look for one that's not so bad, okay. Like before you know, like before you maybe understood the meaning of things of your you've understood, but you are not yet sure what things are like um i um I believe like our parents tried to like teach us the like the right and wrong things to do, stroke say, so I'm trying to imagine one of those days when I just went to play with my friends in the estate, and then I had someone say Jinga, and then. If my mom ever had me say that word, obviously that would have been a fight. But sometimes you find yourself adapting behaviors that are not ordinarily your genre, but simply because you're in this environment and that's what you're exposed to and like that is what you hear every day. You find yourself using it. And that's why even things like TikTok sounds st- like stick, um stick so much because like you keep hearing it you'll start doing it i'm a pp to the world all these things the more you see it the more it becomes almost like part of your life and part of the things that you do so just remind yourself that the people who you keep close will feed um will feed you something or you'll feel you or you'll feed them something so um. always remind yourself that so try to like stay in environments that are more positive and that you can learn from and all of that wow the next one is do activities together <laughs> this is a guideline for like healthy relationships and like making relationships even healthier do activities together travel together have introspective games together try out things that you would not have ordinarily tried also like another hack that me and my friends are trying is trying to do the things that the other person loves so for example me nyambora and my friend cup assuming cup loves reading and nyambora loves walking so Nyambura can try to introduce Cup to start walking more because maybe she enjoys it or something like that. And then Cup can introduce Nyambura to read more books um, so that they have like conversations about those things. yeah like that can be that's such a nice thing to like try with your friends and also for another guideline we have give them a chance to be human give them a chance to make mistakes like don't forget that your friends are also like human beings they sometimes fuck up and as long as everyone like people are trying to change obviously like when it gets to a point um, and it's redundant you can't keep putting yourself in the same situation over and over again, but also don't have the cutting people of culture. Like it's almost like you're not giving people a chance at all. Like if they're trying to apologize and all of that. But sometimes apologies find us when we've already moved on and that's okay. You can decide to keep, keep distance and come back later when you feel more healed, when you can reason better and all that um the next point is of, oh, sorry is also um look out for how like they treat themselves and how they treat other people that will give you a very good representation of how they're going to treat you and yeah that's pretty straightforward and the next one is um observe how they communicate do they listen to you how do they pass criticism? How do they talk to their friends, their other friends? Is it like an abusive, like a like a verbally abusive relationship? Or like, are you sure they're going to be able to like communicate what they want or like need? Are they able to express themselves? And you also just look at how they communicate. Not even like to even try to like cancel them from your life. Just to either help them improve because there are some things that people don't know that they are doing. So you can try to help them improve. Or like if it's extreme, you can just decide that you don't want them to be your friend. So um, the last one in the guidelines is ask yourself how you feel around them or after you guys meet. Do you feel drained or do you feel fed? So if you're feeling drained after every meetup, it's almost like you must always feel so bad after a meetup. That's not the correct, like, friend to have on your team. But if every time or, like, most of the time you just come back from a meetup or, like, a conversation, be it a phone call, whatever it will be, and you're just like, oh, my God, that was nice. Nice. So, yeah, so you like um teach yourself to just trust your instincts and like also, yeah, just trust your instincts and teach yourself to like listen to your inner core because there's a way you feel just after like friends, like either friend groups, um hangouts and all of that. So and here there's a small verse that I love so much. It's not like a bible verse. It's 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 not a song. I don't know, it's not a poem. It I saw it I've been singing it on people's reels. I saw it actually a while ago, sometime last year. Um this is how I imagine love should be both in friendships and relationships. So just have a listen and, like, you a um, tell me what you guys think. So, oh, my days. Wait. So, let's go. You deserve a slow love. Uncomplicated. No rush. Stable. Consistent. You deserve someone that's sure of you, that you're sure of. You deserve a slow love. So, Yeah that's the love that i feel like we deserve and yeah we are almost at the end of the episode and as we end our episodes um i'm trying to like have an affirmation um in regards to the topic that we were discussing and our affirmation is i am lovable You can say it out loud with me. I am lovable and I am worthy of making meaningful friendships and relationships in this lifetime. So, yeah, that brings us to the end of this very Nyambura confused episode. I felt, I don't know why I didn't, my thoughts were not flowing as usual, but like, um, Here we are, we are at the end of the episode. I'm so grateful that you got to this part of the episode and I'm so grateful that you are even listening to the episode and my podcast in general. Don't forget that this is This Beautiful Messy Life. I am also on Instagram as This Beautiful Messy Life or you can write it as TBML podcast, and you can always DM me if you want us to discuss anything um or like you just want to tell me you listened to the episode that would be really great so don't forget that beauty and messiness can always coexist and i love you guys until the next episode bye kisses i'm wishing you an amazing week ahead